2: What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance. Crazy and love the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. When Mike and Natalie walked into Stargazers, she made a noise and said, I can totally smell that place. The one and only (laughs) Teresa. With a sensitive nose. With a sensitive imagination.
3: I don't even know what to say, but you know what? I'm just going to say, hello, everyone. How's everyone doing?
2: You don't recall when they walked into Stargazers? You're like, I can totally smell that place.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Incense and broken dreams. Mm-hmm. Incense in your parents' basement. <laughs>
3: I remember we had a similar store in my homeland on my hometown. No,
2: call it your homeland. It, well, sounds, homeland, it sounds so much further away. My homeland when you say your
3: home. is the country. My hometown is the town.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: We used to have this store with all these little things crystals and wooden animals and all these smelly, whatever you call it, those sticks that you. Incense. Yeah, lit on fire. And I used to go there all the time all the time. And well so that's why I said I can totally smell the store.
2: I think we could all smell that store.
3: I never bought anything. I just used to go with my friends because we liked the smell. Oh. But now I don't. I
2: was going to say the way you said it
3: no. made it seem like
2: it was a negative. No. It I back-
3: don't like it anymore.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little hippy dippy smelling.
3: You know why I don't like it anymore? Because mm-hmm. the next time I had to guess. I had to smell this mm-hmm. was When I lived in New York, you and I were dating, and I had a stripper roommate. Oh,
2: I thought you were going to say some girl left something at my place that smelled.
3: No. Oh, your
2: stripper was into incense? Oh,
3: my gosh. Every single time I got (laughs) home, she was crying over something and, you know, lighting all these things on fire. (laughs) And it smelled horrible. So now I have this smell associated with me living with a stripper.
2: I have different smells associated with the strippers, but to each their own. To each their own. Speaking of smells, is, is that new season smell that is wafting through this home? Right? Is that that's new season smell? That's 100% new season smell, and I love it. I wish I could hang that scent from my rearview mirror. And every time I drove around, I'd be like, "Oh, new season, new season."
3: Maybe I'm just gonna light up a cigarette in your car, and that's the smell of the new season.
2: Because of Angela and
3: Michael, exactly, exactly.
2: Exactly. That is probably what this season smells like. Mm -hmm. So a lot of a lot of smells with this season. Definitely, Stargazers has a scent. Mm -hmm. Angela has a scent. The farm. Brandon and Julia for sure have a scent.
3: Maybe I'm just gonna put a llama in your car and like light up a cigarette. Oh, and that's gonna be the ninety day.
2: What's what scent comes with Andre and Libby? Money smells like cash.
3: Well, not not with Andre and Libby, with Chuck.
2: Yeah, Andre hair gel maybe is his scent.
3: Yeah, I can I can see that. A
2: sense, and then Jovi and Yara throw up. Probably just throw up because of the baby and Jovi. (laughs) Oh. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, before we get into it, before we get too deep into it, if you guys want to follow us on social media, you totally can do it. You can find us at 90 Day Crazy in Love. A lot of crazy things are happening over there, and we love it. So follow us at 90 Day and Crazy We in love. are in love. And we're in love, but that has nothing to do with our Instagram. We kind of keep our personal life off Very of it. That is true. We're media.
3: trying our best.
2: Also, you can subscribe to the podcast and I recommend you do, and Teresa's is going to tell you why.
3: So you guys don't miss when we drop a new special episode. Oh, hello. An impromptu episode oh. like we did oh. this
2: morning. Oh, if you guys missed it, if you guys are not subscribed, maybe you missed it, and shame on you. We dropped a special exclusive interview with the one and only D-bag Drew and Drew <laughs> from 90 Day Beyonce. He he came on the podcast. We did a special recording, a special interview. He told us a lot. He yeah. told us a lot. It was a nice conversation. We learned some things. We want you guys to learn some things. And we didn't just tell you guys in advance, hey, this is what we're doing. Because surprises are fun. As we've said, getting an unexpected FedEx package and the mail is fun. And this was that.
3: I still can't believe you're using FedEx as an example, but sure.
2: I hope we delivered. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you have not listened yet or you're not subscribed, subscribe and listen or listen and subscribe. It doesn't matter which way you do it. But <laughs> it would be awesome if you could just smash that subscribe. Yeah,
3: button. guys, smash like it's hard and go to our podcast and listen to an Andrew interview because I thought it was cool. As John said, we learned a lot. We heard his side of the story. Yeah. He also admitted that he did a few things wrong, which
2: comes up. Sure.
3: You know, I think it's important when you can admit your mistakes.
2: Mm -hmm. Here's, I'll admit to a mistake I made in the podcast. I thought I could freestyle. I thought it would be cool. (laughs) <laughs> I thought it'd be cool if Andrew beatboxed and I freestyled.
3: I thought it was cool.
2: I thought it was okay.
3: But also, um, what, what's the term? Music deaf? You tone deaf. Tone deaf.
2: You tone deaf. The issue wasn't the tone. It's a rap. You can rap in any tone you want. I think the issue was, and I'm gonna blame it on this. I'm still gonna blame it on this. Hello. The delay. There was a delay when sure. we were recording. Because we did it over uh, an internet platform. Sure. There was a delay. So he had a beat going and then it took a second to get to me. And then my voice took a second to get back. It threw me off. Whatever. I'm man enough. I'm man enough to own it and post it. It's posted. It's up there. I thought it was really good. Could have easily edited it out. And I did not because that's not who we are.
3: Good. Because we don't edit. We just own up to our words and mistakes. Yes. So listen. Everything we say.
2: If you want a good laugh. Listen all the way through. It's a little treat at the end where I freestyle. I bless you guys with a few bars. That's all I'm going to say. You're welcome in advance. (laughs) And thank you for subscribing. And also thank you if you have left a review or you could leave a review because that makes a big difference in this podcast. It
3: always makes our day.
2: And it makes our day.
3: I always say, but it's always the truth. All right. And
2: speaking of reviews, I got one. I got one that I would love to read because this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast where I feel like I get to share some hopefully positive news, get to shout out one of our listeners, and it's an all-around good time. So this one comes from JBW Canuck.
3: Okay. Okay.
2: Five stars titled, The Only 90-Day Podcast You Need.
3: I like it already.
2: I like it. Okay. I mean, it's your opinion. I listen to a couple, so... Maybe it's the only one you need, but listen to some others. Spread the love. Spread the love. But JBW Canuck goes on to say, I've listened to dozens of 90-day podcasts, but this is the only one you need. As a Canadian slash American married to a woman from Belarus, shout out to Belarus, that's where my
3: ancestors ancestors are from.
2: I have a special appreciation for John and the one and only Teresa. Aww. I've actually come to the point where I watch the show more for the podcast than the show itself. And then here's what I need. I need your help. And so does JBW Canuck. P.S. I visited Chakia several times. Shout out to the use of Chakia because that's Czech Republic's That's a
3: very name. modern name. So modern.
2: I visited Chakia several times and love the food. Can I get a recipe for Vepro Nidlo Zelo? Vepro
3: Nidlo Zelo. I was close. <laughs> oh, definitely one of my favorite dishes. I was close. I, you know what? We would be here for a while if I was dictating everything. Mm, don't but do that. But hey, message us on Instagram and I'm going to send you a recipe. Yeah,
2: that sounds fair. Because
3: it's really good. You would like it too.
2: Explain it to me. All right. Very quickly, please. Vepshow. No, not the name what it is.
3: I'm going to, it's the name of what you eat. Vepshow okay. Okay. means pig. So pork, knedlo, okay. knedliki, you know knedliki, dumplings. Okay. Zelo, that means sauerkraut, but you, you, it's it's co- it's a cooked sauerkraut.
2: Okay. So pork it's dumplings. It's really good. Pork dumplings.
3: You don't put it inside of, dumplings are a side dish. You've had dumplings. Okay. It's like the little white piece of bread. Yeah, yeah. They're Those different. are dumplings. Yeah, dumplings
2: yeah. are different in different cuisines.
3: But, very true, but it's very good. Oh my God, I'm so happy that's one of your favorite dishes. <laughs>
2: we'll message us, JBW Canuck, and we'll shoot you a recipe. And thank you for the review, most importantly.
3: What an awesome review. I, uh, every single time you read reviews, <laughs> now I'm now like you're hungry. speechless. Now you're hungry. I'm hungry and I'm speechless for all yeah. the love we receive from our listeners. Isn't it awesome?
2: Thank you. It's, it is the fuel that keeps us going.
3: Sometimes I'm like, am I sleeping and the alarm clock is going to go off? I'm going to wake up and I'm just going to read a bad review. Mm. But that's not the case. Well, it's not true. This it. is it.
2: Let's not true. This it. is the real deal. All right. So thank you for the reviews. Thank you. If you do leave a review, we appreciate it. All right. Before we get into the episode, a little 90 day by the way.
3: If you classic, will. classic segment.
2: Okay. Number one. Speaking of recipes, speaking of cooking, Mm -hmm. TLC has cooked up a new spinoff show. As if we needed a a new (laughs) spinoff show, but we have one. Thank you. It's a cooking show and it's called 90 Day Foodie Call. I think that's supposed to be like a booty
3: call. Yeah, it's supposed to be
2: like booty call. Um, Get the people who came up with Double Divas because this could use a better name. I don't think foodie call.
3: I think it's pretty good. You think it's pretty good? I think it's pretty good.
2: 90 day foodie call? Mm -hmm. It's
3: it's cheesy.
2: 90 day spicing things up.
3: That's probably better.
2: 90 day (laughs) recipe for disaster.
3: Oh, that's good too.
2: 90 day hungry for more because it's like all of these... Spin offs, there's so many, and you're hungry for more about foodie. You you're
3: call. too good, just stop talking. Here's the issue, Dis- or CLC is gonna ask
2: <laughs> Discovery Plus. Steal it. Discovery Plus is just trying to be like a little skanky, like they're trying to get sexual all the time. It yeah. Doesn't need to be
3: because it's like HBO, you can put you can publish any content, doesn't mean you
2: have to. Okay, yeah,
3: you can yeah. show a boop, you can say, fog. Oh, hello, who? Well, I mean, I had to demonstrate.
2: Okay, thank you for demonstrating. You're welcome. So, okay. In this spinoff, we're going to see six couples. We're going to see Tanya and Sinjin. We're going to see Russ and Pow. David and Annie. Mm-hmm. That one makes sense. Lauren and Alexi, Robert and Annie, and Sasha and Emily.
3: Oh, Sasha and Emily.
2: He I'm was the one that was like. they're throw- still together. Well, he was the one throwing out food. Oh, when, yeah. Remember when they went to her sister's yeah. apartment? Like throwing out cereal. So that like sort of, of th-
3: th- It's full of sugar.
2: Yeah.
3: And I'm like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm <laughs> so mm-hmm, let's see what he mm-hmm. has to
2: whip up. So here's the premise. They're going to be in the kitchen cooking and conversating and answering fans' questions. Love it. Yeah. So it could be interesting. It premieres May 29th on mm-hmm. Discovery+. Plus. Of course. I'm just happy to see they snubbed Natalie. Right? She thinks she's this online celebrity chef. She didn't get the call.
3: I mean, she's already on a Happily Ever After, so.
2: Enough is enough.
3: Enough is enough. You know what I'm curious? Did they reach out to, like, specific couples for the show? Or did they reach out to, let's say, 30 couples and only these guys got back to them?
2: Probably both. They, they probably reached like out to more than these six, but they Sasha probably. Sasha
3: and what's her face?
2: Um, Emily.
3: Emily. So random. They've only been one season. We don't really hear from them, you mm-hmm. know?
2: Interesting. I don't know. We'll see. We'll tune in. We'll give it a shot. We'll
3: tune in. We give we'll give everything
2: one chance. Okay. That's, by the way, number one. By the okay. way, number two. Speaking of Lauren, one of the cast members slated to appear on 90 Day Foodie Call, she recently launched her own merch shop online.
3: Oh, she did?
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Here's... Here's what she says about it.
3: Well, what is it? What's the brand?
2: Listen, it's not a brand. It's not a brand at all. It's here's what she says about it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's simple. It's basic.
3: is what she says.
2: I'm not basic, <laughs> but like I kind of am. And believe it or not, I am kind of simple. So check it out. Tell me what you think, because I'm so excited and spread the word.
3: She says, it's kind of basic, but I'm kind of, kind
2: of- <laughs> She goes, what? it's basic, I'm not basic, but like I kind of am. Huh. And believe it or not, I'm kind of simple. Tell me what you think. It's well, let me, I'm going to tell you what I think. I'm going to tell you what I think. It's a great way to describe yourself. that's what we do on this podcast. I'm underwhelmed. I'm very underwhelmed. The site has three women's shirts on it, a baseball hat, and like a couple of children's t-shirts
3: oh so what's what's the design
2: so the design on the women's shirts is just uh an illustration of an eye with the beauty mark under the eye like she has
3: oh okay
2: and i'm like all right it's not not too original i don't think this is what she says about it the evil eye is a symbol to offer protection to you and because they're always blue And as you know, I've got brown eyes. I decided to go ahead and make this one brown because it's different and then add my signature beauty mark. Wow. 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 The creativity. I mean, I have to say, if she she
3: did a line to help um, Tourette's syndrome, that would be cool because that's a cause she can help other people with.
2: I was kind of expecting it to go that way. I didn't see anything about that. On her shop, I did see the other item she was offering, which was a kid's shirt. And what do you think? What do you think the kid's shirt says? It's Just a blue shirt with two words on it.
3: It Has two eyes?
2: No, no eyes on it.
3: It says. It's for a kid. (laughs) It says, hello, Florida.
2: No, that's that's better. I would buy that. It says mama's boy.
3: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's Very gender
2: specific, specific and also very general at the same time. Like why is that in your shop? Yeah. So I don't I don't know what we're doing here. Lauren, I don't know what we're doing here. You can check it out for yourself, guys. Let us know what you think. Lauren dot com. You can check it out. But like, why would you? There's really nothing there. Yeah,
3: you. It doesn't sound like Anything interesting.
2: Angela opened a store recently, and it's at least got fun items in it. She's got the T-shirt that looks like it's a bra stuff with, like, cigarettes and cell phones. Love it. Like, that's a good design. Uh Something to aspire to, Lauren. But I don't know. I wanted to bring it to you guys because you guys deserve to know. That's what we're here for, is to inform.
3: For sure. That's our job.
2: Okay. Can I do a mini,
3: by the way? Oh, sure. Mini. Now you and your new segments.
2: (laughs) A mini, by the way. No pun intended. Minnie, by the way, Big Ed got a haircut.
3: No way.
2: Cut it all off.
3: Does he look slightly better? If better. If that's even possible? Much better.
2: Good. You haven't, you haven't seen it? No, me, I have not. I'm going to show it to you. Hold on. I'm getting my phone. Teresa deserves to see this.
3: Yeah, show me Big Ed. Okay. Because right. as we right. saw well. on the single-life previews, he's going to get dumped.
2: Brace yourself, though. I don't want you to get too excited when I show you this photo. Okay. Okay? Okay. You all right? You yes. You calm down? Yes. Okay, take it easier. True to me. Okay.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he looks yeah. older. Yeah, but that's... A- that's ba- oh, definitely a better haircut. He doesn't look like a... <sighs> I described him last time. forgot what it was.
2: Uh, a pony?
3: Oh, uh, yeah. like a. I think his very... mom
2: calls him pony.
3: Very Hong Kong pony. silky pony. No. Very oily pony. Yeah. That's what he looked like.
2: Yeah, it looks better.
3: He what does. He's gonna look better. Do? What's he
2: gonna do with all his mayonnaise? Is he still gonna use it in the short hair? I
3: hope not. It's kind of gross.
2: So that's a mini, by the way. He cut his hair and it looks good. Check it out if you guys haven't seen it. I think it's on his Instagram now.
3: Yeah, it looks. He looks better.
2: Much better. Okay, good for him. We, can all, we for can all. He's ready for the
3: single life. Yeah.
2: All right. Enough by the ways. Let's talk about it. The reason we are here, that new season smell. Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, happily ever after. Question, question mark. Question mark.
3: Always a question mark. It's always
2: a question mark, and I think we all know the answer to the question. But we'll play this game anyways. Always. We're going to play this game anyways. All right. Who are we starting with?
3: We're starting with one of our... Classic cast members, mm. all time favorite, Georgia resident. Hello, cigarette smoking. Okay. Angela and Michael.
2: <laughs> all right, yeah,
3: our neighbors are gonna love us.
2: Okay, here, here we go. In the yellow corner. Weighing in at 273 pounds. She smokes like a chimney and curses like a sailor. The one and only Angela Deem.
3: That was a great introduction.
2: The one I just hit you with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like a fighter. She's getting weight. She's inspecting her body. And she's realized she's put on a couple pounds, as we all have in quarantine. Yeah.
3: And, you know, quick uh, intro about Angela. Angela Hazahurst. Georgia, Mm -hmm. 54, living with her daughter Scala and her grandchildren.
2: How many six or seven grandchildren?
3: A lot. A lot of grandchildren.
2: It's a a full house. It's a full house.
3: And she's married to her sexy Nigerian model.
2: Yeah. So she runs us through the history, their history, and how she was most recently in Lagos, but... After they got married, she had to return home quickly because her mom was sick and ultimately passed away.
3: That was sad, but let's not it talk about sad. it. Yeah. Um, it was sad. No sadness We covered in this that. We covered
2: that on last we did. season. It was very sad. So now due to COVID, she's stuck in America. She's not able to see Michael. And she tells us over time, she's put on a bunch of weight. And now she wants to do something about it. She wants to do something drastic because apparently... Power walking around, orange cones in your backyard. It's just not cutting it. (laughs) But
3: good for her. Good for her.
2: Did she move into a new house? Because that looked...
3: Yeah, she bought a new house in the previous season, I believe. Oh, did
2: she? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this looked a little more posh. Yeah. It It still had trash bags hanging in the windows instead of curtains because hashtag 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, it looks
3: like it has a lot of property. A lot
2: of property.
3: But yeah, she moved to a new house, I believe it was the last season.
2: Okay, so she's... She's in a new place. She's got room for those seven mm-hmm. grandchildren. Yeah, she's power walking on orange cones. You'd think between that and the boom bod, she would have lost the weight. But no.
3: No, she said she tried dieting, fat burning pills, yep. anything and everything, but nothing. So worked.
2: why are you out here promoting boom bod in one breath and then the same breath going, I've tried a bunch of diet things. They don't work. <laughs> Right? I
3: have to say this, right? I used to smoke and every single time I wanted to have a you know, a piece of cake, which I never had. I don't have a sweet tooth. Let's say every time I wanted to grab a bag of chips, mm-hmm. I smoked a cigarette. <laughs> so like
2: I don't know what's worse.
3: Well, it's definitely not healthier, but smoking cigarettes kept me kind of aligned. Like I used to smoke because I wanted to snack on something, such as a cigarette, right? Yeah. Now I snack.
2: I understand. I think a lot of people say that. It's an oral fixation thing. Angela hits us with a similar line, a classic Angela line. She says, if Michael was in the <laughs> States, I'd be putting other things in my mouth.
3: Classic Angela Classic line.
2: Angela at 54 years old. Just talking about fellatio like it ain't no thing.
3: 54 years young.
2: 50, right. She Let's did, not forget. <laughs> she did say 54 years old. Good young. for her. So... Yeah, she's been trying all this stuff. It's not working. She's not at the the weight she wants to be at. So she's going to go do something drastic. She's going to California to get gastric sleeve surgery. Her idea is, I just want to be around longer. I want to be healthier so I can be here for my grandkids mm-hmm. and for my. That's an admirable thing to that want, is true. right? She's not saying. She does eventually say she wants to be uh, that sexy bitch everyone talks about. She does say that. <laughs> But but first, she says, "I want to just be healthier and be around for my grandkids and for Michael."
3: Did you see her nicotine patch? As she was, smoking? is that what it was? I think so, unless it was like a condom wrapper, which that- <laughs> like Michael isn't in the states, so uh, I'm pretty sure it was a nicotine patch. We, I saw well, it. I just,
2: I just want to run through your thought process here. Okay, she's living in such a house of hoarders that she just like woke up and had a condom wrapper stuck to her arm because things like that are just strewn across the place like that's the type of environment she lives in or she was like rocking it like no, a no, no. she
3: she was just like woke up in the morning turned on her bed and there he was the condom wrapper <laughs> just like was like oh Got stuck on her arm. She didn't know about it.
2: Maybe it was yeah. Maybe it was Skyloft's.
3: Exactly. Gentleman of the night. Exactly. But anyways. Sorry. If it wasn't nicotine patch, I spotted it as she was smoking a cigarette.
2: Oh, she's she's doubling down.
3: But later on, we found out that she's trying to quit for the surgery. She's not
2: trying to quit. She's being told she has to quit. That's what I'm saying. So
3: she she used the patch so like she's doing something. Oh. For but, she, it.
2: but you're right. She was still smoking and rocking mm-hmm. that patch. She's like... Just mainlining Listen, nicotine. she needs
3: to stop smoking. She needs to be on a liquid diet two weeks prior, two weeks post-surgery, yep. right? That's not something for Angela.
2: That's not something for Angela. But if it was, if she went on a liquid diet for a month, she would probably lose yeah. a lot of weight oh without yeah. the surgery. Oh yeah.
3: But we know that Angela loves to eat. And her grandchildren told us exactly what she loves to eat. Well, and I loved it. She, I loved it. She
2: sits her grandkids down outside and she's like, Mima is getting fatter for some <laughs> unknown reasons.
3: <laughs>
1: so I'm going to
2: go, you know, get my stomach um, fixed with some tools and make us I don't eat as much. And the kids are like, Unknown reasons. Mima's big cause she eats cake and candy.
3: <laughs> she eats cake. She eats cupcake. She eats donuts. She eats candy cane. Which is not that bad because apparently it's good for your breath.
2: It is it's a mint. It's you're not a big fan of candy canes, are you? you uh no. You don't like them. They're difficult I to don't. eat. They're not the most ergonomic of candies, yeah. I would say. But they're tasty. They're tasty treats. Yeah. Yeah. Me. They're tasty treats. Me. So Yeah, Angela wants to be that sexy bitch everybody talks about. She's got everything. Well, I was going to say she's got everything already besides the sexy. She's definitely got that bitching attitude. Everyone's talking about her already. She's, She's not not sexy. There's something sexy about her confidence. So, oh, she's
3: very confident.
2: Yeah, so but she wants to be just that quintessential, yeah. like that classic sexy. Push I hope she
3: about. won't lose her confidence mm-hmm. and badassness with the weight.
2: She might get a little weaker. She might get a little weaker, you know. So, we'll see. So now we go to Lagos. We see Michael. He's toting a baby. Michael's He's toting a baby. He's toting a baby. It's his niece who doesn't seem too pleased. To be with Papa Michael.
3: And I wasn't too pleased seeing her being changed in <sighs> Michael's arms. Uh. I saw the poop. Mm-hmm. And that was it for me. That's it. I was done. Why don't, don't you put, put a baby on a, I don't know, a flat surface? Yeah. Right?
2: Just have Michael get into like a plank position mm-hmm. and then change the baby on his back. Yeah.
3: Or just like a dog position.
2: Downward dog. Yeah, you said you smelled stargazers when
3: oh, I, I know where this. you're going.
2: I smelled this. <laughs> <laughs> stargazers, it's, it's close. Okay, tell it's me the
3: last time you smelled a baby. I'm very curious about that because you don't niece, get close to baby. My niece. I was with you every single time we interacted with our niece. Yeah. She never smelled. you mean smelled? smelled?
2: Like her diaper or yes, her, her soft diaper. spot. Oh, I smelled her soft spot.
3: Oh, You're looking at the poopy diaper and you're smelling a soft spot. I mean, I
2: I know what a poopy diaper smells like. That's weird. I know what a poopy diaper (laughs) smells like, okay? Neither here nor there.
3: Oh, I love the soft spot on babies.
2: So Michael explains his visa's on hold because of COVID. So he and Angela are not sure they're going to be able to live together, which is tough. He wants to be with her. And apparently he wants to try to become a father with Mm -hmm. her. We know it's going to be a a struggle, but he still says he wants that
3: to happen. And who wants it even more than Michael is his aunt Lydia.
2: Shout out to Aunt Lydia. And here's why I love people, especially Aunt Lydia. Even in Lagos, Nigeria, people hang word art on their walls. I don't know if you saw this when they went I into They went into Aunt Lydia's place. She had wall art, straight out of home goods, hanging right there on her wall. What
3: was it? Live, love, laugh,
2: laugh? Live live laugh Lagos. It's no. <laughs> uh, it said you can if you think you can. I was like, Huh, oh, this is unbelievable. Word art Home in goes indeed. Unbelievable.
3: And I love Maybe that. Angela brought it for her.
2: That's a good shout. But it just goes to show you, if she hung it on her wall, that people are people are people. It doesn't matter if you're in Lagos or if you're in Miami or if you're in the Czech Republic or if you're in Australia, mate. People are people are people and people love wall art. Word art.
3: Not me, I'll be honest. No, we
2: don't. We're, we don't.
3: We're not quote people but.
2: Hit us with the live laugh legos and <laughs> <laughs> we might throw it up somewhere.
3: What's the other saying that's in in the insurance commercial? Oh, that's no, such
2: a good commercial. No
3: quassum, no possum, no fussin', No
2: fussin', no fight? No.
3: no. It's that's like, a
2: great commercial. Uh-huh. Um, is it progressive? No, hassan,
3: no fassan. It no. is. And then he just grabs it from her and he tossed it. He, he tosses it in a garbage can. It's
2: like, uh, <laughs> do you need something that tells you to live, love, laugh? And everyone's like, yes.
3: It's like, it's like <laughs> no. Progressive? Yes.
2: Not a sponsor, but we did get our first sponsor offer. Yeah. We're not taking it, guys. We're not taking it. But no, it, yeah. it was like a men's grooming.
3: Yeah. I don't know how we talk about your hair down there.
2: Just like that, because that was beautiful. (laughs) You'd be like, I don't like a lot of hair down there. So that's why I use insert whatever.
3: Wait, I thought it was for men.
2: You would use it on me. Oh, You you would use it on me.
3: This is getting very sexual. we're not going to talk about it. I mean, it it. would be nice if we inserted it during Angela's segment.
2: If we do sponsors, I feel like we need to do um, native advertising. ones where it needs to be part of the conversation.
3: Yeah, I like that.
2: And this is not like, we're not trying to inception you right now. This is not the ad.
3: No. <laughs> we told them no. Hello, if you guys want to advertise something with no. us. No. no.
2: Well, but if, <laughs> if you do, depends. <laughs> depends was, what the product is. There was a
3: little ad just to, uh, just to promote us.
2: It's an ad to promote ads. Mm-hmm. No one needs that. It's like when I go to watch commercials on YouTube. Like sometimes I watch commercials on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like we just talked about this progressive one. Maybe I would go back to look it up. And they put an ad before the (laughs) ad and I'm like, you're going to make, I want to watch a commercial. Why are you putting another commercial in front of it? It's the worst.
3: It is. It is the worst.
2: Let's get back to it. So Michael's telling Aunt Lydia how Angela's going to get surgery. It's going to help her make, it's going to make her look sexier. Lydia's not a fan of this.
3: Because... Why is Angela going to spend money on herself when she's in her 50s mm. while she could spend the money on a surrogate? So bold. For their baby.
2: So bold. So bold. <laughs> That's really bold. <laughs> so he's then, like, yeah?
3: Angela, I don't care about your health or how you look. Save the money and spend it on the surrogate.
2: That's really bold.
3: Angela has like 59 kids that live with her. Like I, s- I understand that she doesn't want to ha- have any more kids.
2: Mhm. Yeah, that's responsible. That's responsible of her. And I do get that Michael wants to have kids. Yeah. But we all know Michael. Maybe it's okay if he doesn't have a kid. Maybe it's all right. Maybe that wouldn't be the worst thing.
3: I mean, he can he, he would be Papa Michael. He can yeah. play with the grandchildren.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so Michael's aunt Lydia is just like, "If I was Michael, I would get out of the marriage now and find a Nigerian woman." Not a lot of support
3: Oh, here. Lydia. When Angela hears this, you are in trouble.
2: I think Lydia's been to a tell-all or via mm-hmm. this, right? Have they gotten mm-hmm. into it? Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Everyone's looking forward to this tell-all already. I'm like, don't rush. Let's pump the yeah. brakes. Don't rush. Well,
3: it's because the, this past tell-all sucked. Yeah. So I feel like, and tell-alls are usually really good. So I think people are excited. Like, maybe this tell-all will be good again.
2: Angela versus Julia. That's what I'm saying. In the yellow corner. Coming in at (laughs) 2 What does it mean,
3: the yellow corner? You said it...
2: She was wearing yellow. Oh, okay. And so I think they usually shout you out by, like, what you're wearing. So Uh, the yellow corner... You know a boxing match? No. Mm, Okay.
3: I've watched Rocky Balboa a few times.
2: We watched it. We watched Mayweather, uh, Conor McGregor. And it was horrible. It was terrible.
3: It was so bad that I fell asleep. You did. So... You
2: did. That's about it. So the last thing we're left with... At Aunt Lydia's this is sort of a big thing. Michael says if Angela can't have kids, he thinks he's gonna have to divorce her. That's, that's, those are fighting words.
3: Oh man, Michael.
2: Flighting words. Those are flighting words. Fight Michael, or flight.
3: Yeah. Once Angela finds out you said this, you are a dead man. Yikes. <laughs> Unless she's gonna lose all the weight so she can't really like hit you anymore.
2: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Let's stay tuned. So, new day, Angela is FaceTiming Michael. She's telling Michael she's leaving in the morning to fly out for the surgery. And Angela goes into this whole thing about, I thought I'd be more confident after I married Michael, but actually it's the opposite. Like, Michael's so young. He looks so young. Now I don't feel confident because here's this man who may may not be into an older woman at some point may leave me at some point. So I'm actually feeling the opposite of confident. I'm feeling a little self conscious, and I I want to go fix that. I yeah, go fix and it's that. also
3: because they are not together, which that definitely must be hard.
2: Yeah, and then Michael brings up a fear that's a little surprising and one I didn't think. Maybe Angela's doing all this surgery so she can look good and move on to find someone else since it's taking so long for him. Well, to because get to America. he's
3: nervous he would never get to America. So he's like, "Man, now she's going to get younger looking and get she's going to get in shape and find a new man and I will never come to see <laughs> Donald Trump."
2: It is a good thought though because I think we forget how many years they've actually been A together? A A long time, right? And she's been herself, no surgeries for however many years. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, maybe she's getting tired of waiting. And now she's starting to think like, well, it's not going to be Michael. Let me get into shape and find someone else. So it's not an idea I had, but it's an idea that I kind of understand and can kind of see. Like, yeah. I get, I get you.
3: But also, if Michael does get to America, which I hope he does eventually, because I do want to watch Michael living in Georgia. Yeah. So then Angela's going to be younger looking, more in shape. She'll be able to keep up with Michael. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel like it goes both ways.
2: I don't know if you saw. Angela had, besides trash bags adorning her window, she had in her living room a poster for the movie *Coming to America*,
3: I did not see that. I did see the yeah. trash bags. Which
2: is like, I don't know if you're familiar with *Coming, Coming to America*. *Coming
3: to America*.
2: It's Eddie Murphy. It's uh, it's about like a oh yeah African prince. Yeah, yeah. Right?
3: it's it was in the movie theaters recently. Oh,
2: *Coming to America* too. Oh, that's a new one. She's got the OG. <laughs> I've yeah. never seen it. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Okay, but Angela's not gonna look for a new man. Why? Why is she so committed to Michael? What is it that keeps them together?
3: Because his penis fits her vagina like a glove.
2: Oh, my God.
3: I don't even know how to feel about this comparison. Where's my barf bucket? His penis fits her vagina like a glove.
2: Some people wait a lifetime for a snug fit like this. Yeah, sure. only once in a lifetime does a <laughs> penis fit a vagina like a hand in a glove.
3: I mean, listen, I'm going to agree. Her words, not mine. I'm going to agree with her right here.
2: Uh, let's just stop it right there. Let's <laughs> not go any further. What? What a shame, though, if her losing weight messes with that fit.
3: It's not going to.
2: Okay. You don't know.
3: It's not going to.
2: You don't know. You don't know.
3: I doubt it. I'm trying to
2: get I'm trying to get out of this conversation oh. so gracefully. So gracefully. So Angela goes, Maybe we can do phone sex tonight before I transition. Well <laughs> well when you put it that way, before I transition.
3: Michael's yeah. down.
2: Oh yeah. Of course he's down.
3: Also, did you hear that Angela was telling Michael how she's like prepping for a surgery and how she's so hungry. And Michael says, well, drink some water. <laughs> and Angela, you don't know me at all. You know, I drink no water.
2: <laughs> what? RC Cola. No, she, and that's
3: so true. She does not drink water.
2: I've never seen her drink water.
3: Because she does not. And she says it. How do you, how, how do you, how are you still alive?
2: But how, how is <laughs> Michael giving diet tips? Like, well, when you're hungry, drink water. Like, what does Michael know about that? That's like an old diet trick, isn't I guess because it?
3: he lives in Nigeria, he drinks water.
2: Yeah, and he hot. gets full.
3: It's hot, and I guess, you know, in Czech, we drink water, too.
2: You do? See, I didn't yeah. think you guys drank water in Czech. And, that, <laughs> and that's what we learned on this podcast. I was just
3: going to say that a lot of people in America, when they're <laughs> thirsty, they go for the Soda. Coca-Cola, yeah. the ginger ales, the Pepsi colas, whatever. I feel like a lot of countries outside of the U.S. You are thirsty. You go for water.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Like literally, you don't even question it. You just drink water.
2: It's a thirst quencher.
3: So I still do it. I still drink water. <laughs> look at you. So healthy. Look at you. Yeah, so look- healthy. But it's true. Let me true. look at
2: you. You look so hydrated. Right. You look so but it's so hydrated. true.
3: Sometimes when I'm hungry, and you are on a call and the kitchen, oh yeah, and my stomach is going wild, then I just drink like three glasses of water. Yeah.
2: That's what I'm saying, though, but you probably read that in Seventeen Magazine. I'm saying, how does Michael know this?
3: Everyone knows that. It fills your stomach. Okay. Let's move on. It fills your stomach. Just go to Instagram.
2: Oh, gosh. (laughs) No. So, okay. It's the day now. It's the day Angela's heading to Beverly Hills to get her surgery on. And because, as Angela says, surgery like this in Hazelhurst. I'm going. I'm going to LA because a, a surgery like this in Hazel. Oh hell no, <laughs> they don't do that.
3: Meanwhile, Atlanta. It's like yeah. two hours north. Meanwhile,
2: some really top-notch <laughs> medical institutions in Atlanta, but they don't got doctors that look like Michael.
3: Yeah, it's not. It's not, Hollywood. it's not Hollywood. If you're going for this life-changing event, yeah, you better do it like the stars.
2: You know, it's funny. <laughs> Angela goes. You can't spell. Angela No, never mind. What
0: <laughs> she are you goes, trying she to can't spell
2: Angela without LA and I was like you can't spell Atlanta without LA either <laughs> but that doesn't make any sense.
3: Oh yeah, I see what it- Yeah. You know, I That was a bad joke, but uh, I see what- It
2: wasn't a joke. I thought I was onto something.
3: I see where we you were know? going. But I mean, high five for trying.
2: It's a for effort all around on this podcast. So she gets to Los Angeles. She's excited. She's shaking her booty. She's doing the Shakira thing. She's Classic smoking
3: Angela. a cigarette.
2: Okay. She's smoking a cigarette, which she has to give up for surgery. Oh,
3: she should have given, up, given it up already.
2: She should have given it up 40 years ago <laughs> because we learned she started smoking 40 years mm-hmm. ago. Which that's means, a long time. Which means she started when she was like 13 or 14. That's,
3: what I, that's when I started. Stop it. Yeah, I think I had my first cigarette when I was like thirteen.
2: I know, but it wasn't the way I see Angela's story. Her smoking journey, her cigarette journey, is pop the first one at thirteen and just don't stop. (laughs) I feel like you probably had you tried it at thirteen, and then a few years later, maybe you had another, and then you started. That's true. I don't think you were chain smoking at thirteen.
3: Maybe at fifteen.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Europe. hashtag Europe. So she's in the Uber. She's riding from the airport. She calls Natasha, her patient coordinator. She's filling Angela in on what she needs to do before the surgery. She's got to get blood work. She's got to stop smoking. And she's got to stop eating. And she's like, Natasha asks, did you stop? Have you stopped eating? Right? You, you have, <laughs> right? And, and Angela's like, yeah, yeah, I stopped. Um, And you stopped smoking? Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, I stopped that. But let's say I didn't stop. (laughs) Let's say I didn't stop. What would happen then if I didn't stop smoking? I did. Oh, I totally stopped smoking, but let's say I didn't. What would happen? And Natasha's like, well, the incision won't close. That's a... That's a lot of information.
3: Well, didn't she also tell her that she had a classic southern <laughs> style of breakfast? Yeah. Well she's I, like, did she stop I, eating? I had some grits and sausage and eggs for breakfast. <laughs> th- Does that count as liquid?
2: It was just it was one Denny's grand slam. It was one <laughs> Denny's grand slam and I was done.
3: But I put it in my bullet.
2: <laughs> your and, bullet blender? And, and drunk <laughs> just it. Just drunk it. Liquid uh, diet.
3: Drunk it as a smoothie. Natasha, Does that counts. Na-
2: Natasha, have you ever liquefied eggs and hash browns? Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. Delicious. <laughs> Mind you, Angela is just mask off, yelling in this Uber, this poor Uber driver, just getting it all. A face
3: I couldn't ball. stop looking at her earrings. Whose? Angela's, Angela's really wild ears. Oh,
2: oh no! Is this is this accessories the segment? Are we starting accessories the segment? I
3: can't. I cannot. Okay. I cannot. Let's not, I,
2: let's not. One segment at a time.
3: I cannot. Maybe eventually we we can evolve. I can get <laughs> <guess laughs> no. to it, but let's not start a new segment. Let's not again. try
2: to outshine outfits. The segment. Very true. Okay. Very true. Let that have its glory for now. All right. That's Michael and Angela. That's them. Shall we go to another Michael?
3: Let's go to the other Michael of the season.
2: Mike and Natalie.
3: A.K.A. Natalia, a.K.A. Natasha.
2: Wow. Okay. So whatever you want to call her, she's by the water. She's hanging out. It looks nice. Romantic music is playing. Mm -hmm. And she gets a text message. It says, hey, sexy, turn around. It's Big Mike.
3: I don't think I've ever seen them in such a good spot, <sighs> relationship-wise.
2: Okay, let's talk about it because yes, they actually look like they like each other. And For the
3: first time in America.
2: Okay, all right. You want to <laughs> uh, keep going? With
3: them? Oh no, that's it. Okay, that's it. So, Just a little musical music, tiny musical segment.
2: Thank you. It, their happiness was actually making me uncomfortable. My body did not react well to seeing them happy. Because
3: it was weird.
2: Mm-hmm. It, it was, was uncomfortable. Weird. It 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 was it just oh, it didn't settle like it. It did not Not even
3: that, but when they when they got to the interviews oh. That was just Michael just like being a little too, like, funny.
2: Mike having personality? Yeah. Just, like, that was off-putting. Just,
3: like, being all, like, oh, all lovey-dovey Ugh. sexual jokes. Like, Ugh. I'm so
2: happy. Why are you guys smiling? Who are you? <laughs> right? The whole thing was very off-putting. Made me very uncomfortable. I did not like it. But that's that's the start of the season. Start the countdown. Because... We know things are going to happen.
3: Well, we don't know for sure. Maybe they're planning. things are going to happen.
2: Have you met Mike and Natalie?
3: Well, things are definitely going to happen for sure. But I'm saying some people are saying some spoilers about them not being together or being together. Who knows? All I'm going to say is I'm hoping they play us right Mm. on social media. Yeah. Not to give any spoilers. No
2: spoilers, guys. So we go down memory lane. They show us the early photos of them, them meeting, Michael proposing in Paris, then things going awry with the footage of him in Ukraine, the throwing of the ring, really the downward spiral ever since and back to present day. So it's been six months since they got married. They're checking into the Maxwell Hotel in Seattle, Mm -hmm. right? Natalie needs a break from the woods.
3: The crazy the crazy woods?
2: Yes, because apparently there are always people screaming in the woods.
3: But Michael says don't don't worry, they're not coming. Oh. They're not coming to get you.
2: They are coming though, because I think it's just Bojangles and Tamara uh-huh. screaming.
3: Have you ever watched any episode of Dateline, Michael?
2: No, if you live in a place like Michael does, aka Surrounded by nothingness AKA for miles. the middle
3: of nowhere.
2: You don't watch Dateline.
3: Probably. If not you want the best idea. Sleep.
2: Yeah. There's just people screaming in the woods, Natalie. That's very concerning. Very concerning. That's very good. Co- how about well instead of going on vacation, you call the cops? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just a concerned citizen here. How would you call the cops? So, all right. All right, guys. Looks like we've got more ring drama. And... What do you expect? This is what happens when you go right from filming 90 Day Fiance Season 8 to the new season, Happily Ever After. You're not giving the producers any time to come up with a new storyline. Right? There's no time. You're continuous filming. How do we come up with a new storyline? How do we make it interesting? It's like, well, uh, last season, Natalie wanted a ring. Like, maybe this season, she wants Mike to have a ring. (laughs) That's- Dennis, that's brilliant. Dennis, get this man a raise. Mike want- Mike's getting a ring this season.
3: <laughs> brilliant. That sounds interesting. And honestly, if this is the truth, I would be like, yep, yep. That sounds, that sounds about right.
2: It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, that's, okay, that's the new storyline that Mike needs to wear a ring. I
3: yeah. mean, the ring. Ring. The ring is a big part of their story.
2: Yes. So, Mike's not wearing one. He hasn't worn one since the wedding. Because it happened so fast, didn't have time to get himself a ring. But Natalie got one. She bought herself one for three dollars. What's
3: what's the stone? It's like a moon Hematite. stone. Hem-
2: Hematite. Yeah. It sounds like blood, right? Like he- he- hema. Mm.
3: Hemoglobin.
2: Hemoglobin. Yeah. Thank you for bailing me out of that one. You are. As soon as I said blood, I was like, I can't, I can't land this. Thank you with hemoglobin. Yeah.
3: I said it in check. I said hemoglobin. But you're welcome. Mm.
2: So, Natalie's got one for $3. I'm hoping this is not the ring that she left behind during the tell-all because she was worried to get stolen.
3: And she's so proud of it. $3 ring. She's so proud of it.
2: Mike's excuse for not having a ring is, I can't wear a ring for work. It'll get caught and stuff. You know, safety things.
3: You can get one of the rings that are made of rubber, which I'm thinking Mm -hmm. of buying for the gym. Yep. Because I don't feel comfortable going to the gym as a single lady. Hello, you you're getting one too.
2: I've seen you at the gym. Yeah, no Sometimes one will. Sometimes go at that. the same no time. Would, people will look at you and go, "No way, she's single. Doesn't <laughs> need a ring. No way, a woman like that is single." But Mike's like, <laughs>
3: "Thank you, thank you, thank you." Mike's
2: like, "I can't wear a ring at work. Safety, safety." He's the branch manager of a building materials store. Like he's not out there building the houses; he sells. Building materials. That's very true. He's the manager. He's the manager, yeah. He's the manager of the store.
3: But Maybe he gives a this? hand. He doesn't there.
2: Okay. Or maybe,
3: maybe it's just a good old excuse. I think it's a
2: good old fashioned excuse because I've seen many men that work with their hands that wear rings. Mm-hmm. So this is Natalie's new mission. She doesn't need to get a ring. She needs to get Mike a ring. A matching ring. A matching ring. A matching ring. A matching ring. So that way, Mike seems dedicated to the marriage.
3: Which I actually started yesterday on our live, on our Instagram live, which I hope you guys tuned into. But if you haven't, I was saying that it's typical in Czech that men and a woman who get married, they get matching rings. So it's very simple. Mm. No diamonds, no wedding bands where you have diamonds. Just a simple, nice ring, maybe some engravings, but it's the same.
2: Okay. Obviously, you have the engagement ring, right? Women get the engagement mm-hmm. ring in check. And then just the wedding band is. Yeah.
3: So, but once you get married, girls don't really wear the engagement ring or they wear it on a different finger.
2: Okay. That's, we learned this a little bit with Yara.
3: You don't, you, you don't, you don't stock up the rings like in America. Stack oh, 'em. stack them. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. All
3: right. You don't stack the rings. Okay. Like right. my grandma was like freaked out that we don't have the same rings.
2: Oh. Bad, it's bad karma that we don't have the same rings.
3: Well, that's okay.
2: Tell her Mike doesn't even wear a ring. Like, Babichka, it's America. Mike, Babichka, It's America. Mike doesn't even wear a ring.
3: Bald so. eagle.
2: <laughs> We're not doing that segment either. Let's keep, let's keep cruising.
3: I just say bald eagle instead of freedom because I feel like it's the same.
2: It's a symbol of freedom. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I have freedom. I don't have a bald eagle.
3: Well, but I this wish is I how I eagle. see it. If you're talking about your freedom, all you have to say is, just say bald eagle.
2: They're so free. So free. Such a such a free bird. So free. Free bird. Also the song everyone calls out for you to play if you've ever played in a band.
3: Isn't it um like a fast food place? Like free chicken? Bird? Yeah, chicken fast food?
2: No. No? Freebirds a song by Leonard Skinner. I think it's by Leonard Skinner. It's
3: also a great name for a fast food restaurant. Freebird. It so might it's like be like a free ranch. There, you know like a, or, an organic fresh chicken.
2: It might what? There, there's like a What
3: did I just come up with a business? Give me a call guys if you're interested.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. New day. New day. Mike and Natalie walk into Stargazers and we meet Bijan, the store associate who puts Every Walmart reader to shame because <laughs> when you walk into Stargazers, you're hit with Are you on a mission or an adventure?
3: I don't even know what, what the difference is.
2: Oh, oh, a mission is you know, you know what you're trying That's to true. achieve. That's right? true. An adventure is like, You tell me, Bijan. You lead, you lead on a mission, you lead Bijan. Mm. On an adventure, Bijan leads you. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. And of course. Her name is Bijan, right? You're not going to find a Barbara working at Stargazers.
3: Is it spelled like bison?
2: It was B-I-J-A-N.
3: Oh, never mind.
2: Bijan, right? Lisa's not working at Stargazers. Bijan is. (laughs) So, So Bijan is like, what kind of energy would you like to fill your home with?
3: Natalie believes in God and energy. And Michael believes in aliens. Well, Natalie's Well So find us a crystal bichon that works <laughs> for say, both of us. I thought you
2: going to say biatch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, biatch, she doesn't work Thursdays. She's, she's at home. Um, yeah, Natalie's Christian orthodox and believes in energies. Mike believes in aliens that were all made from space dust. I don't think these things are mutually exclusive. Like, can't you be a Christian and also believe in extraterrestrials?
3: But that's not Michael.
2: I know, but Natalie can like yeah, gra- also agree with alien life.
3: My grandma is a very hardcore Christian. Yeah. She believes in aliens and she also get vaccinated. I don't know if this has anything to do oh, with each it has
2: other. It to do with anything.
3: But I'm just like describing my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
2: You're welcome. So, yeah, I think just the way they said it was like, well, I believe in this and I believe in that and they don't go together. And it's like, well, They kind of could, unless Mike believes aliens are God, which
3: is—that's—that's a little bold to say. It's
2: probably what Mike and Sarah talk about when they're having a joint together. (laughs) Are aliens God? Huh? Yeah, I think you could be Christian and believe in an alien.
3: Yeah, why not? So, I mean, doesn't mean like there's like there's Jesus and there might be aliens, right? So unless unless.
2: Aliens are your god, and that's where there'd be. You're going too deep on
3: this. This Too deep.
2: Okay, too Too deep. deep. Keep going. So they start looking at rings, and Natalie has the hippie ring, so she wants Mike to get one that matches. And this store, I don't, do you have book fairs in the Czech Republic? Like when you're in elementary school, do you have book fairs? No.
3: We go to the library and we rent books.
2: No, we do too. That's a library. A book fair.
3: I know what a book fair is. I was no pair.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so like your mom gives you $20 to buy books, but instead. Buy you Buy books
3: you will never read. You just want to buy them to well, buy them.
2: I I would buy magic sets and like a balsa wood model airplane. <laughs> but this store was like a scholastic book fair to me where you walk in and it's like, oh my gosh, like how does this place even survive?
3: You know what? You know what? It what reminds, is the rent on this You know place? what it reminded me of? And. It just hit me after your last sentence when you said, how does this place even survive? Yeah. Think about it. We went to the store. Mm. It was a day before our wedding. Unless it was Mm. our wedding day. No, it was the day before our wedding. Oh. Kent, Connecticut. That was an
2: antique shop, though. No, it was was not. It was was a gift shop, I guess.
3: But it was the same kind of vibe when I was like, man, all these things. Who buys this?
2: That's a good point. Right? That's what stargazers was was like. Who, who's like who's really paying the rent? How do you,
3: exactly? How do you pay the rent? Three
2: dollar hematites and seven for a dollar incense. Like, that's not paying the bills. What's going on? What's going on, Bijan? If that's your real name, maybe she sells drugs not. in
3: the back of the store.
2: Yes, yeah.
3: Sounds that's about right. Sort of what I was
2: getting at. So, they end up getting these hematite rings. It's very good for your balance very good for your chakra it's very good for your relationship if you're in a relationship with Natalie and Mike just goes yeah it's a ring at the end of the day it's a ring hey I'm happy that Natalie's not high maintenance like she's happy with the three dollar ring that's a check in the pro column that's true could be it could totally be worse so then we learned some great news For us as viewers of this show, we learned some fantastic news, actually. We learned that Mike's mom, Trish, has invited them to Oklahoma for Thanksgiving.
3: That's true. But did you hear how the conversation started? Basically, Natalie was saying something about going away like a honeymoon. And Mike said, oh, we can go to Oklahoma. Mama invited us for Thanksgiving.
2: I I missed that. No, I missed that. What a
3: honeymoon. Oh,
2: Okay, wow, yeah, hard left. That's a hard left. Natalie
3: wants to go on a honeymoon, and here goes Oklahoma. But she seems to be okay with it.
2: Okay, so, loving this. Because let's remember, Trish wanted Tamara to object (laughs) at the wedding.
3: (laughs) Who does that?
2: Okay, no one is the answer, but (laughs) Trish wanted that to happen. I object to Trish's haircut. That's about the only thing I object to. I
3: always do when I see her on TV.
2: (laughs) Uh. So I am so for, I am so for Mike and Natalie going to spend Thanksgiving with Trish. Um, I'd like to go around the table and everyone just take a moment and say what you're thankful for. Okay, please roll. Please roll on this moment because that's going to be television greatness. Mm-hmm. I'm so for the storyline.
3: Oh, yes.
2: So that's that's Mike and Natalie.
3: Let's move to our other old time classic couple. Mm-hmm. And it's not just them, it's mm-hmm. the family too. And you guys know I'm talking about Andre and Libby.
2: <laughs> why, did you, why did you do the drum roll after? After. I didn't <laughs> know. Big I, was the, I was
3: really planning this, so just go with it.
2: Usually the drum roll builds. Into oh. the release of Entree and Libby. I was
3: just accompanying my um, big announcement with the drum roll.
2: Okay. That'd be like, so we're giving you a 20% raise. Teresa, we have some great news to tell you. We're really <laughs> excited to tell you. We brought you in today to tell you some fantastic news. All right, see you later. It's like, what, wait, what? Well, yeah, you didn't pay attention when they... You did the drum roll after the news.
3: No, no, I think I got it right. Okay. I think I got it right.
2: It was It's Libby and Andre. It's Libby and the Loudmouths. It's the mm-hmm. whole family. The whole family. It's, it's a whole thing, guys. The
3: Florida Kardashians. Oh, I saw a
2: great the, meme. The
3: Karen Yeah, it's
2: the Karen Dashians. Someone posted a meme that I was like, who's ready for the next season of the Karen Dashians? I've nailed it.
3: Sounds about right. Nailed
2: it. Okay, so... Andre is all suited up, posing for some photos next to an open house sign, thinking those aren't for OnlyFans, (laughs) but you never know. He says last year he was a homestay dad, but this year he got his real estate license.
3: He finally did something for (sighs) his future career.
2: Mm, We'll see about that. Yeah. His plans are to start flipping houses. Right away. We know he's good at flipping out. Let's see if he can flip (laughs) houses as well.
3: Oh, Andre. (laughs) Andre and his ego. Why
2: why do you think he's going to be? Why does he think he's going to be able to convince people?
3: No, Um, no, no. The better question is, why does he think he's going to be the best?
2: Oh, just buy from me. I'm the best. Buy from me. I'm the best. He thinks
3: that he's just going to. Get this license, and the next day he's just gonna flip a house.
2: Yeah, he thinks he doesn't even. People. He doesn't
3: even. He's so good that he doesn't even need to ha- buy the house to flip it. No. He's just gonna flip <laughs> it. He's just gonna go ahead and. He flip it. He also doesn't
2: know how much they cost because we'll get to it. But he's like, "Oh, I want to get a loan. I want to get a loan from Chuck." And like, well, you know, how much is the house? How much? Oh, I don't know. Well, then how do you know how much the loan needs to be? Well, bro? I
3: guess his idea would be to buy an old house and oh, like that's fine. fix it up. And that's if-
2: fine, but. Usually you know how much you need before you ask for the loan. Very he's true. asking for a loan and then he's gonna go figure it out.
3: Yeah, classic android doesn't do any research, just things he can't do anything and everything, he knows everything right away. He knows everything. It's like oh, I'm a me- m a doctor, I just finished med school yesterday, but I'm doing an open heart surgery tomorrow.
2: No, he didn't even finish med school. I mean he did, I guess. He got his life, license, but, but he, he no thinks like experience. Yeah. That's this,
3: this is what I'm saying. Finish med school, it's like you just get the diploma. Yeah. You still need to do some practicing. Mm-hmm. You still need to do residency. Yeah. You don't do an open heart surgery the next day. I hope not. I hope not either. I hope, who I, knows? I hope not too.
2: In Maldova, maybe you do. Who knows? Maybe you do, Teresa. So we flash back, we see again, and we see a lot of this meeting in this first episode and Libby and Andre meeting on the dating app. And then we recap Eleanor's birth and the wedding. And it turns out Andre and Charlie, they haven't spoken since the wedding in Moldova, except for the tell-all.
3: I mean, that was a shit show.
2: Oof, unbelievable. It was it was a beautiful, though. It was a, made for a great show because I loved watching oh, it. Oh, I loved it. it. I, I love those episodes. I loved every second of it. Some of my favorite it, episodes but it was were, wild. were the Moldova. Drunk wedding. Charlie. DC.
3: The only good thing about this whole thing was that... Andre's family had no idea what's going on because they don't speak <laughs> English. So they would probably thought like, oh, okay, he, he's giving some nice toast. Right. Like, yes, cheers. Oh, he's, v- he's
2: very passionate about Nos whatever Drubier. he's saying. Nos Nos Drubier. Drubier. Very passionate young man. Sweating a lot. Sort of shaking, <laughs> but very passionate. So on a positive note, we learn Andre and the Chuck book the relationship has actually improved.
3: <laughs> did you say Chuck Book? You know that's our name for I him. love it. You know. We Is call, it? We,
2: where were you two seasons we ago? We called him like Chucky
3: checkbook.
2: D. Yeah, Chucky D. Chuck never, dollar Signs. Dollar Signs, Check not dola- Chuck
3: Book. The Chuck Book. I love it. We I said love it. it. Come on, we said it. Who did you say it to?
2: Mm, the, go back to the tapes. It's I, there. I will.
3: I will. I better be there. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: so cut to present day. Andre and Libby, they're toasting some champagne with with sister Becky and her husband Thomas. They're celebrating Andre's passing of his real estate exam. So
3: this is like the first time Thomas is actually on camera.
2: Yeah, Thomas, who's that?
3: Like we've seen him here and there just like he popped in, popped out. But now he was actually there. He was... Speaking.
2: He had a speaking role and in this I episode. I think
3: he's a foreigner. I'm pretty sure he's from like Sweden or Finland or Norway. He didn't
2: have an accent.
3: Maybe he's been here for a long time, but I think he's a foreigner. Don't quote me on it. He, I'll do my research.
2: He probably saw Becky with that OnlyFans money and he was like, well, I want some of that Only I mean, they have money. a
3: child together, so I'm sure they've been together for a while.
2: No, I know, but Becky's on OnlyFans making money. I'm she pretty is? Pretty sure. Pretty sure I mean, I've seen they some all photos are. of Becky. Yeah. So. Okay, Andre has a plan. He's got a big plan. He wants to go to the chalkbook book and ask for a loan so he can start his own business. You know, maybe a hundred grand. Maybe a hundred grand, just a hundred grand. Aim for the stars, start my own business. And you know this was all plotted together with Libby, Oh, yeah. Just to be like, Andre, ask for like a hundred thousand because it's going to make us seem really rich.
3: But also... I don't, I've don't i never flipped a house. I know nothing about it. But no, it's not just you buy the house. You need money to buy the material yeah. to pay flip it. Yeah, pay for labor.
2: Yeah. Pay for the upgrades. Sure. I mean, maybe he can get a loan elsewhere. Who knows? But he wants 100 grand from the Chuck book. My main question is, why would Chuck write a check for the competition mm-hmm. when Chuck could just invest that 100 grand into more properties for himself?
3: Very true. That
2: doesn't make sense. And also, Libby works for Chuck. So is she going to stay working for dad or is she going to go work for her husband?
3: Very true. Because otherwise it's going
2: to be Entree versus the world. Mm -hmm. Entree versus Libby and the mouse. It's getting a little messy for me. A little messy. It's getting a little messy for me, Teresa. I don't know how I feel about it. Better than I felt about Mike and Natalie being happy. Mm -hmm. But I'm still uncomfortable with this.
3: Yeah. Well, honestly, by the time Chuck is ready... To even open his checkbook, Andre's probably gonna move into something else. That's true.
2: So <laughs> That's true.
3: Let's wait. Let's wait for it.
2: He was a homestay dad. He wanted to be a truck driver. Now he wants to flip houses. As he should have. He was they a make a lot of a money. Detective. Who knows?
3: Truck drivers make a lot of money.
2: Mm-hmm. So, new day at Glory Days Grill. Andre's rolling up to meet Chuck, the lead singer of Libby and the Loudmouths, and can we talk about Chuck's new fade? Can we talk about Chuck's haircut?
3: I saw some memes. It's It looks like it wasn't done on purpose. It looks like he lost half of his hair. Ooh. Maybe he was traumatized. He's getting old. He's losing hair. But I actually think he paid for it.
2: No. Here's what I think. I think it was a quarantine haircut gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he like... We saw Ron getting a haircut last season... I think I think uh, well, Chuck got a quarantine haircut and it went awry.
3: I don't think he did because they're at the restaurant, which means it's-
2: That's true, you know, it's Florida. Later,
3: <laughs> it's later on, it's Florida, everything's opened. I mean, who cares about face masks in Florida besides <laughs> us?
2: Besides us. Then, yeah, then he's just trying to have the char like Charlie's haircut. Because mm-hmm. it's oh, the yeah. same, real tight on the sides, mm-hmm. real wispy on the top.
3: I do like that haircut. You used to have
2: it. Okay. It
3: looked much better. Well, I'm Tony. never getting it again. <laughs>
2: if you are like, oh, I like that. The, that haircut Chuck had? Yeah, you used to have it. looks fantastic I was going to say,
3: I liked it on you. Chuck, mm, too far. <laughs> too far, Charles. Too See, too far.
2: It was not a good look. But did you also notice the car Andre arrived in? No. It must be that OnlyFans money because it was a Mercedes what? He drove up in a Mercedes. I'm pretty sure it was like a GLA class, which is a $35,000 car starting Unless
3: at. Chuck gave them a very merry Christmas.
2: Oh. No, you get Lexus. You get they, a Lexus for Christmas.
3: They have a Jeep. Was, no, they didn't have a Jeep. They had like this truck. So it was like GMC. Those like to. big American trucks. Pick up, A pickup truck. They had a pickup truck before.
2: Andre did. Mm -hmm. Andre and Libby. Now he's got a white Mercedes. I'm
3: pretty sure it was a pickup truck. It was a huge car.
2: Yeah. He's got a white Mercedes now.
3: Good for him.
2: Guys are showing up in a $35,000 car, coming to ask Chuck for a loan. And (laughs) Andre is very confident. Andre
3: says, (laughs) So much confidence. I
2: know he's going to say yes, and I'll be able to show everyone what I'm made of. Huh? You'll be made of Chuck's money. So, like, I don't know. What do you mean you'll be able to show people what you're made of? Oh, Andre. So, Andre says he wants a loan, you know, 100 grand. And this is where he goes, yeah, I don't know how much the first house is going to be. Why would you say that? Why would you ask for a amount of money if you actually don't know how much money you need? Because classic you Andre.
3: You know, not even classic Andre. Classic 90-day cast members not doing research. Not doing anything. Any research. Like, for example, when Nicole went to Morocco, but she didn't research anything about Morocco. She no. was just so surprised.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have Google. We have the Internet. It's a beautiful thing.
3: Even if she researched it on the, in the airport.
2: Like, do I need all this toilet paper? <laughs> oh, no, they have toilet paper. Uh, brought,
3: same with Andre. another sweatshirt. He just wants like a, um like a hundred k and like he'll see what he can do with it.
2: <laughs> so Chuck's like, no, this is not happening. No chance. Which is the correct answer? Which is the right answer, Chuck? I'm with you on this yeah. one.
3: He said, I don't even know what to say.
2: I don't know what to say about right. I don't know what to say about Andre's shirt. It looked like the wallpaper that was in my grandma's
3: bathroom. Wait, wait, wait. Are you doing outfits the segment? Yeah, I'm doing
2: a little outfits the segment. It's a little segment I just came up with called outfits the segment.
3: Stop it.
2: Okay. So Andre was Stop wearing. Stop
3: it. I'm going to go in <laughs> and I'm going to edit you out.
2: <laughs> Andre was wearing a polo shirt, sure, but it had some sort of flower on it. Mm-hmm. It looked like my grandma's wallpaper. And Chuck, I don't recall, but was probably also wearing a polo. He,
3: he always wears polos.
2: Mm-hmm. And he had a funky haircut. Yeah. That's the end of Outfits the Segment.
3: Okay. I mean, can't believe you're crashing Outfits the Segment.
2: <laughs> but okay.
3: It. Okay. I'm
2: surprised you didn't pick up on Andre's shirt. That thing was ridiculous. Because
3: I'm saying, you said I shouldn't do Outfits the Segment.
2: Outfits the Segment is a five minute segment where we do nothing but talk about outfits. Yeah. We can address what people are wearing just in the midst of conversation. Maybe
3: we should call it Outfits the Segment pop-up edition so you're just gonna pop Uh, up
2: no it doesn't need a name it's just (laughs) it's just part of the conversation
3: okay 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 his
2: shirt shirt startled me okay enough to the point where i felt like i needed to address it and i addressed it and now you made me self-conscious that i talked about his outfit
0: okay i'm
3: not making you self-conscious i'm just saying i mean someone started Alpha's the segment Mm -hmm. because who it was i mean hello here i am Hello. hello And then you said, oh, Teresa, don't do outfits, the segment, every episode, save it because it's something special. Yeah. And now you told me this so you can do your outfit, the segment. <laughs> I see, I see you. I'm watching you. Moving on. I'm watching you. Moving
2: on. So Chuck's just like, well, what do you bring to the table to help my business? And Andre says, I'll be a hard worker. And Chuck says, I've never seen you work hard. <laughs> never seen you work hard. I'll give you a chance, basically.
3: You know how, like, on occasions I'm team Chuck? Yeah. And it's not just because we see a guy who looks like him in the liquor store.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because he does how crazy make would it be if that? How crazy would it be if that guy also has a jacked up haircut the next time we see him? <gasps> that <laughs> well, that would be too much. I
3: would be like, Chuck, Charles, Charles. That
2: would be too much.
3: What are we doing here? Chuckie Chuckie Dollar
2: Signs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but basically he's saying, well, Andre, you have no experience. Yeah. How, how do you want me to give you money to start a business when you know nothing about it?
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: Right? Go chug. Go I mean, chug.
2: Making a lot of sense. Making a lot of sense. And he says, look, you can come learn the business from me and then maybe down the road I'll help you do your own thing. But come here first. Let me educate you. Let me help you. Let me help you learn the ropes. And that's the right. That's the right thing. And to that's
3: do. nice for him to offer it, especially because he offered it to Andre before.
2: Yes. Yeah, we all remember that. So this scene. is a
3: second-hand offer. No, it's not. That's not a saying. <laughs> it's a second-time
2: offer. Yeah, it's the second time. <laughs> this time, Andre accepts it.
3: Because he has nothing else he can do. It's
2: not what he wants, but he accepts it. <laughs> okay, that's Libby. And Andre, I'm
3: excited. The previews of the family fighting on a boat. On a
2: boat, I'm on a boat.
3: I'm here for it, guys. I'm here for it. it.
2: Okay, Brandon and Julia, shall we do? Shall we do those two?
3: Let's do those two lovebirds. Those
2: kids. Those kids. Okay, Brandon and Julia, they are packing up. They are heading off for Sin City. They're going this to Vegas.
3: City, Las Vegas, Nevada.
2: Brandon's like, does this Gap Kids shirt scream Vegas or what?
3: <laughs> Stop doing Elvis the uh. seven. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, but he was. He was like trying to figure out what to pack. And he's like, is this Vegas? Julian, is this Vegas? So, okay. Let's, let's get down to business here because we flashback to their meeting story yes. which is which is a snoozer usually that's why we didn't really go into depth uh, for everyone else usually it's like yeah we know okay maybe this is why they tried to tuck this in towards the middle of the episode when we really weren't paying attention we were a little desensitized to these meeting stories because they flash back to their meeting story and this is a different story than we heard The first time.
3: Then we remember hearing because we might have heard this and maybe get confused because I don't think they got it wrong on TV, but maybe they have Uh. because I don't recall this. So so let me quickly tell you guys what I recall, right?
2: Would love to hear it. Thank you. Would love to hear
3: it. I'm about to start. You go ahead. Thank you. No, thank you, you go. Oh, I'm going to go. You
2: tell me what you remember.
3: And then you tell me if you agree with okay, me. Okay, but you go first. I'm going first. Go thank on, you. Go ahead. Because I'm a lady. Do
2: a ladies first.
3: Ladies first. You go. On me younger. But just go. Okay. So, from what I remember, Brandon's friend was in Ukraine, went to a club where Julia was dancing Saw her, thought, oh, she might be great for my friend, Brandon. Ha, ha, ha. Somehow they, he talked talk to Julia. They got the each other's numbers, started talking. Brandon went to Ukraine to meet her, right? But this is not the story.
2: It's not the story. You want to hear what I? Yeah. Remember? Here's what I remember. I'm not going to get into that it was as specific as Ukraine, but I think think it was because the way I remember is Julia was dancing as a dancer Uh as a worker she was in the birdcage as I was once in check she was in the (laughs) birdcage dancing and yeah one of Brandon's friends saw her probably tried to get with her but struck out and was like Brandon look facetimed Julia and Julia and Brandon facetimed that night while she was dancing in the club. Because, I
3: remember the scene. Because
2: I remember us going, wait, what? How do you FaceTime someone in a club? Like it's loud, it's busy, there's a lot of people.
3: So, okay, I feel like I made up part of my story in my head. But what you said, it definitely did happen. We just didn't know that it happened in Korea, South Korea.
2: Well, maybe, maybe we kind of filled in the gaps. Maybe she was dancing. In South Korea, but well, I like, think she was like on the dance floor, not for work. Like no, she no, no, was no, she was
3: working in Korea. No,
2: I think she was traveling. They mm. said she was traveling.
3: No, she did not. She was
2: traveling. That that was the word they used. So
3: how come? Why would Brandon fly to Korea to meet That's her while question. she was traveling?
2: That's my question. Is did he fly the next day? and Say, oh, stay right there. I'm coming.
3: I don't think he did because I don't think he could pay for it.
2: True. He said he's been in debt.
3: I think she was dancing in Korea. She was there for work.
2: Well, let's let's say what we have now learned. This is the second story we've heard. She was traveling in Korea.
3: Yeah, that's what I heard too.
2: Brandon's friend was also there.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They met at a bar and his friend was like, oh, you remind me so much of my friend Brandon. So Julia saw a photo and thought, he's cute. Let me get his number. And they exchanged numbers and they talked every day after that. So then... That seems like, yeah, it was not mm-hmm. the next day that he came. They talked for several days and then he flies to South Korea to meet Julia. So that's the new, that's the updated story. So I guess you could say it's similar. Maybe mm-hmm. she was dancing either just as a patron at the bar or for work and the friend saw and hooked them yeah. up. But it... It's not exactly what we heard the first time. No.
3: Well, bottom line is that I thought they met in Ukraine. When she was in Ukraine, he flew to Ukraine. I
2: definitely thought they met in Europe.
3: I didn't know that she was in Korea and he flew to Korea. But as I was watching the little snippets from the first time they met, they were surrounded by Asian people. So I don't think you'd really see that in Ukraine. Mm. So they were in Korea.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but you're remembering the new clip they yes, showed. You're yes, not remembering yes. the original clip. No. So who knows? That's the new story. That's what we're gonna go with. So, back to present day. We learn Brandon's got a new job. He's moving to a new, a bigger company, making more money,
3: working less hours. Isn't that the dream?
2: Less hours, more money. So let's go to Vegas and gamble away that new paycheck because that sounds responsible. Right, Can't afford to move out of Ron and Betty's place, but let's go to Vegas and tug on some slot machines.
3: Why not? Well, it's all Vegas. Sparkly. Dancers everywhere. this it's literally Julia's dream.
2: You're skipping the part where we see Ron and Betty again. And I can understand why you'd want to skip over that.
3: Oh, I'm just saying that it's Julia's dream. I didn't skip the part where <laughs> Betty and Ron are walking were there, pigs.
2: Were they auditioning for pig uh, royalty? Oh,
3: please. <laughs> Please. Yeah.
2: A little, little lighter with a whip, Ron. A little lighter, please. A little to do light. Like yeah.
3: Make, make an eye contact. Make, make eye, eye, contact eye contact with Betty.
2: Yeah. Ron is not getting a showmanship award. But yeah, they go out. They see Ron and Betty. They're in the pig pen. They're not thrilled that Brandon and Julie are going to Vegas. Ron's like, Las Vegas is a party town. <laughs> and Betty goes, oh, yeah, showgirls. Like, showgirls is the worst thing. That's so risque. Showgirls. Hey, Betty, your daughter-in-law I was, just gonna say, was a Russian showgirl. right? I was just going to say. Yeah. So her well, Betty's
3: like, what are you guys coming back? And Julia goes <laughs> like, never. Yeah,
2: run. <laughs> yeah. So they get to Vegas. Julia is thrilled.
3: She, she is so happy. So much happiness.
2: This is like big city. That's what she says. This is like big city.
3: But I have to say, I do love Vegas. I feel I feel here. The first time I came, I was 16, so I couldn't do much. But I was still mesmerized by oh, yeah. the city.
2: Vegas is Vegas. Come on. So they check in to the Tuscany Suites. And Julia's trying- Is that
3: what they were saying?
2: The Tuscany Suites. Mm. I didn't look into it. But Julia was trying to be a comedian. She's like, we sleep in one room together? His mom not change anything? <laughs> like Ron's sense of humor- is totally rubbing off on Julia. And I'm worried about <laughs> it. I'm worried for her. So Too much time on the farm. Too much time on the farm. So they head out. They're in old Las Vegas. Julia is wearing old man glasses. So it's perfect. 70s
3: serial killer glasses. Why
2: are you wearing those, Julia? They look... Beyond awful. They're, they actually look awful. Like,
3: they are in old Las Vegas. that's usually she's just
2: vibing. She stole them off an old man's face, I'm sure.
3: Old peeps love old Vegas.
2: Oh, it looks so bad. And she's she's a pretty girl. But you put those on and you realize, like, oh, you're not that pretty. Because like, you can't pull those glasses off. Someone needs to pull those glasses off of her. Oh, her, off of her she, face, but yeah. But she can't pull those glasses off. So... Maybe she put them on. Maybe they're her business glasses because she means business. She starts talking.
3: Yeah, she looks like she's about to dissect a frog.
2: Oh, yeah. They're like high school mm-hmm. safety goggles. Mm-hmm. Right. Everyone get your Bunsen burner on. Everyone get- <laughs> you ever dissect an owl pellet?
3: I've never dissected anything. We mm-hmm. don't do it in You don't check. know what
2: you're missing out
3: But I've seen it on, on the movie E.T. Extraterrestrial. Terrest- E.T. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Extraterrestrial. Yeah.
3: Terrestrial.
2: So, she's she gets down to business. She starts talking about how she wants to move off the farm. And hey, why not Vegas? Let's move to Vegas. And Brandon goes, "What? What would you say, Julia? <laughs> what would you, take uh, off those glasses? Take off those glasses so I can look at you in the face because I can't take you seriously. <laughs> but what would you say if I already had something lined up tomorrow? A little house, a little apartment I had lined up tomorrow to go look at." Right down the street. What would you say about that? Psych. (laughs) Brandon's family has the dumbest sense of humor. Mm -hmm. The dumbest.
3: Also, no one wants to live down the street from Fremont Street in Las Vegas.
2: (laughs) No, you'll see a lot more people with those glasses on. I'll tell you that. That's
3: where all the cheesy strip clubs and drug people are.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So here is... The wild thing, though, the ironic thing: you can get a sick apartment in Vegas for less than Virginia.
3: Oh yeah, that's for sure.
2: Sick one bedroom for like eight hundred. And there
3: would be so many job opportunities for Julia. So Brandon would have to be the only one making the big bucks.
2: Yeah, get your new license.
3: Scorpions.
2: Go kill some scorpions. Bugs. Kill all the bugs.
3: Yeah, like you, you, you would have work to do in Vegas. And Brandon. Julia
2: could dance. Yeah. It's actually perfect. It's actually perfect. So this just turns into the classic argument over living on the farm versus moving out. And Brandon's like, well, let me just collect a few paychecks. Then we can look into getting our own place. And Julia says, when I have green card, working document, I move alone.
3: Oh, Julia, what would you do alone? She'll probably move to Vegas and just I believe, be a dancer. Yeah. I
2: believe she could do it. I believe she.
3: You can make good money. I believe being oh, a dancer, yeah.
2: just oh, like shaking
3: yeah. your booty. Shake
2: it, shake it like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> okay, that's Brandon and Julia with a, just a smidge, just a, just a smidge of Ron and Betty, which is all you really need. Just a taste.
3: I mean, I hope I'll see more of them because oh,
2: we will. Listen, we will.
3: Listen, Le- they I'm listening. are they are legends.
2: <laughs> legends. Legends. Al- already just. Just legends. Have you you
3: watched them on the previous season?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Legends. I'm not saying in a good way. I'm just saying legends.
2: (laughs) I hear you. All right. Is it the last couple already? Last couple. Is it the last couple already? Still have that
3: new season smell. This is just... I saw you're you're crying. I was going to say, don't Uh, worry. This is just the first episode.
2: (laughs) No, I am definitely not crying. Okay. Last couple... Kalani and Asuelu, okay. They're out looking at new homes, and I'm embarrassed. I am embarrassed because I never knew there was so much money in part-time yogurt tasting. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew?
3: Well, he has a new job.
2: Oh, you're right. You're right. He's no longer part-time yogurt tasting.
3: Or someone go-go dancer in Zion.
2: (laughs) He may still be doing that. Who knows? That was more of a hobby. Yeah, sammy it's I more,
3: more of a cultural thing. Yeah,
2: he's actually a full-time Uber driver, and he says he's making a lot of money doing it.
3: I mean, hello. I would believe it if he was in a bigger city, but they're in the middle of nowhere, Utah.
2: I looked up the average Uber driver's salary in Utah. Okay. Because that's what we do in uh, this Did podcast.
3: you look on Salt Lake City? Because they're not in Salt Lake. I just...
2: Just Utah, not even just the average of mm, Utah, not okay. even a specific city, right? Okay. The average, thirty-six thousand dollars.
3: Okay, I mean, not it's, a terrible it's salary. Probably way more than the part-time yogurt shop taster.
2: It's twenty-seven percent below the national average of Uber drivers. Mm-hmm. Thirty-six, not a not a terrible salary, but not great when your wife doesn't work, right?
3: I don't think she works, yeah. And
2: you're looking at maybe an almost $400,000 house.
3: Maybe she's on the OnlyFans with those pom-poms. Hello.
2: <laughs> Hello. Yeah. So, okay. But that's that's what Oswego's was up to. I'm wondering if he was forced into Uber driving because of COVID. Like, they probably should. First thing to go is yogurt samples, unfortunately.
3: That's very when true. When COVID
2: hits, the first thing... That they're gonna get rid of it is the yogurt sample. Very true. So maybe that's why they got rid
3: of all the Costco samples right away.
2: Yeah, I ne- I stopped eating those. I think when I was fourteen, maybe fifteen. I always want anything. to, but it's never anything good. I
3: know. I was just gonna say I do it when they. When so like you they- ever have
2: Stromboli with a hot dog wrapped in it? It's like, huh? <laughs> no, I don't. It, well, let me tell you, it's delicious, and it's even better when it's falling apart in a paper cup with a like.
3: Yeah, a Whatever little spoon, a little baby it, spoon. Yeah. I only do tastings at Costco when they do cheese tastings. Oh. But I haven't done it since. Oh, tell
2: tell your idea because we give away all our good ideas in this podcast. What's my idea? Tell your Costco after dark oh, idea. Oh,
3: now I'm nervous because I really wanted to pitch it to someone. I know,
2: but well, we don't have the power to actually make this happen. Okay. So this is something you could share. So
3: this is my awesome idea. Guys.
2: Let me preface this with. Costco is, I think Costco is the number one wine retailer in America.
3: Okay. Even better.
2: Let me preface with that.
3: Guys, imagine Friday night, you are a married couple like John and I. You love to go out, but you also love to go shopping, especially Costco. Why not combine your date night with your quick shopping run to Costco Here we go. Costco 21 Plus, (laughs) the ultimate date night experience. Wow. You enter Costco. Someone's
2: thought about this. Sorry, keep going. On
3: the spot. (laughs) (laughs) This is my (laughs) elevator pitch. (laughs) So
2: Sorry. I was doing elevator music. Oh, thank
3: you. Entering Costco, you get a glass, right? Mm -hmm. And you're just going to shop and there are going to be people as you see, you have samples around Costco. They're going to be cheese samples and wine samples only. Hello. And you're going to be, you know, do, do your shopping, chit-chat with fellow Costco shoppers. <laughs> oh, 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 is this a rose stop? Let me have some. Let me taste some rose. Oh, paired up with this beautiful goat cheese. Oh, oh, is that a Merlot <laughs> over there next to bananas? I need to buy bananas, but I'm also going to sample some Merlot. Hmm. You see, you see where I'm going with this?
2: Members only.
3: It's exactly. And unlimited wine and cheese. Wow.
2: Wow. I'm going to need a designated card driver, I think.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and at, at the end, so, so Costco does profit off of it, $15 per card.
2: Oh, because you, sp- <laughs> you really thought this through. You
3: spend a lot of money at Costco, regardless, right? But just to be like, okay, okay, we're gonna crack some wines and cheeses, fifteen dollars per car, two people, you know, seven fifty a person. I'm here for it. Who cares about clubs and dinners and restaurants on Friday? I'm gonna be going to Costco.
2: Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sold. Costco, the segment, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Costco's the segment. <laughs>
3: So who wants to join me and get this deal going?
2: Wait, is this Shark Tank? Are we on Shark Tank
3: Imagine if someone from Shark Tank was listening to our podcast and was like, oh my gosh, Teresa. Oh my gosh. I actually
2: think it's a brilliant idea. Thank you. We laugh about it. I think it's a brilliant idea. You're giving out, as you said, free samples of like green smoothies and vegan chicken Mm -hmm. nuggets. Okay, well, at eight o'clock, we dim the lights and it's twenty one oh, plus. Yeah. And oh yeah, we're giving out wine samples. Oh maybe a big disco
3: ball in each aisle. Yeah, some music. Yeah, no, we're
2: giving go. out wine samples. I'm
3: gonna, I'm gonna tweet at Costco. I'm gonna suggest it for them.
2: I think it's a really, really good idea. Well, thank you. So not sure how we got there. Oh yogurt samples, but <laughs> Kalani and Osweiler. We flash back. We see their love story. How they met. Kalani was on vacation. She ended up getting pregnant. So then we had all the fights over money, Tammy trying to drop the gloves, all that craziness, right? Relationship was on the fritz. It almost came to an end, but they didn't want to get divorced because of the kids. So they came to the realization a lot of our issues stem from us living in the parents' house. So that's why we're looking for a home of our own.
3: Which makes sense when you are you know and a grown up marriage with, with two kids, of kids. Your own.
2: yeah you need some space you need some space of your own so you could do your thing mm-hmm. without the outside influences always being imparted on you so okay new day speaking of parents kalani's with her mom lisa they're cooking some breakfast the kids are just running wild You
3: mean the kids like Azuelo and the two children?
2: No, that was back at the house when they were touring the house. (laughs) I skipped over that. Yeah, but they were. That was a little weird to me. To me, that was such a producer thing that I was like, I'm not even going to mention it.
3: But also, Azuelo is such a child that I can't see him doing such a thing.
2: He is young. Okay, and don't take this the wrong way. He is younger than I think think he is like he acts like a child but he's actually like 20 he's
3: 24 or 25
2: that's young
3: that is young yeah. and i keep
2: thinking like oh he's like 30 or something and i no. know he doesn't act that but for some reason i think he is no
3: he's in,
2: he's in his 20s early he is, yeah
3: he's younger than kalani
2: which is yeah so it's pretty young but yeah that was that whole little charade of them jumping up and down in the bed in mm-hmm. the model home and whatever okay didn't need that but Thank you, TLC, for that little, little piece of entertainment. So, okay. Asuelu, is not there. He's on the road. He's driving that Uber, making that money. And apparently Kalani's parents didn't love the idea of them getting their own place at first. They wanted them to stay close. Mm-hmm. Now, I think they've come around to the idea because they know, okay, maybe you do need your own space to flourish as a couple. So
3: I'm wondering if the dad will be the one buying the house. Low. hmm
2: Yeah. I mean, they can afford a house. They can afford a house. They just, you know, not a $400,000 yeah. house. But they are, they're a posh family. They're they are, oh, yeah. Kalani tries to play it off like they're not. She's like, oh, like, oh, Tammy, you always think my family has money. And It's like, you guys Yeah, but love- I
3: feel like that's, Lowe's has a company, I believe. Yeah. yeah, So I think that's all, like, tied around Lowe's.
2: Yeah, yeah. So who knows? I think that's going to be the storyline they find their own place. So Kalini calls Kalani, which is a mouthful.
3: Like Kalini Kalani sounds like potato, potato.
2: I mean, real lazy with the naming, <laughs> if you think about it. <gasps> Kalini Kalani. So we should
3: do so like someone names. Oh, right? sure. Yeah. But I'm
2: sure there's others. Right. For I'm sure. sure there's not just two. <laughs> so Kalini calls Kalani and Kalini is not Timos Welu. She's
3: never been. She just does not like him. She's
2: never been. She's checking. She's checking to see how things are going. And so Kalani says, oh, we're going to buy a house. We're going to move out. Kalani doesn't think this is a good idea. But like they're married. So I don't know why Kalani is like, well, no, you should always live with mom and dad. Like at what point, Kalani, would you be happy with them moving out to their own house?
3: Never because she wants them to get a divorce. That's true. So she can live with Kalani.
2: There is something there. Yeah. Right? Sister, sister. There is something there where they want to have bunk beds. I see them in bunk beds. Mm-hmm. This is my fantasy. This is my only fan's fantasy. My only fantasy. Okay. Where they just have... They share bunk beds.
3: That's not that sexual.
2: No, they're sisters. Oh. I'm just so, saying. I feel like so, that's... I feel like that's what Kalani... Have
3: you ever watched porn? Uh,
2: one One time I was... More uncomfortable than watching Mike and Natalie be happy. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think Kalini wants to just always be with Kalani. Yeah, I the feel whole
3: like, family. They just want to be a family minus well.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. could just go back yeah. home? Everyone would be way happier. But no, if they had bunk beds, it's like stepbrothers. Way more room for activities. <laughs> you love stepbrothers. I don't know I do.
3: Go right in the garage.
2: Oh, Shout out to Karate in the Garage. It's
3: a great beer. That's
2: that's an inside reference.
3: It's an inside reference.
2: Okay. So... Kalani's just like, this is the last resort. It's the only thing we can think of that can help save our marriage. I really did think the marriage was ending. When mm-hmm. Kalani shoved the balloons into the trash can at the airport, yeah. I was like, oh, this is over.
3: Oh, no, even then, when a- she drove as well to get on a bus to Las Vegas so he can fly to Seattle to be with his family. Oh.
2: Wait, is that a different time than when he...
3: It was ran. after they when came, he ran.
2: but is that a different time than when he ran away and got on the city bus? Yeah, that's a different himself.
3: time. That was in California. This was like they came back from. I don't think. No, it wasn't Seattle. It was Portland, Portland, Oregon. They came back. She shoved the balloons and the yeah. trash can. Yeah, dramatic. Things weren't going well, and basically it was like Valentine's Day. Yeah, she drove him to a bus station. And he went to Vegas to take a flight back to Oregon to be with his family. Got
2: it. Yeah. I thought it was over. I thought it was over. You know how Sean Robinson, when she saw Mike and Natalie on the television. Yeah. Like, I, that was the moment I thought you guys were done. <laughs> this is the moment I thought yeah, Oswald and Kalani do were done. Too.
3: The only reason why I, there was part of me that thought, okay, they are going to fix it is because they have two kids. Two little kids. And
2: that's, and that's really what it is. Yeah. At the end of the day they want to stay together for the family and I respect that. And Colini thinks look, the f- living with the family, living with mom and dad is a plus for you guys. You get help from them. You, you're stressed but you don't realize how much more stressed you're going to be mm-hmm. if you live on your own. right? You're going to have other forms of stress. You're going to have more housework. You're going to have more, more financial stress. Oh yeah. But Kalani's like no. This is This is what we're doing. This is what we need to do.
3: But what will add some stress to Azuelu's life is that Colini's lease is up, and guess where she's gonna spend her month in between apartments, I guess.
2: In their
3: house. Full house.
2: Full house. This is the second full house reference. Mm Mm-hmm. This is the second full house reference. Danny Tanner.
3: Full house. Danny Tanner. Who?
2: Danny Tanner.
3: I don't know who that is.
2: Joey something.
3: What? Remember, Are we talking about Joey and Yara? Remember
2: Full House? No. I've
3: never watched this show. You ever watched Full House?
2: No. Hmm. Okay. It's a good show. They did Fuller House. They rebooted it. Did Fuller House.
3: I'm saying Full House like poker. Full House.
2: Oh, look at you. Mm. Look at you. No. Yeah. Uh is coming to town. She's going to live with everyone. The more the merrier. That's going to be awesome. The more the merrier. And if it doesn't work out for Kalani and Asuelu... She's already started planning the divorce party.
3: What a nice sister. You gotta
2: love the support. You gotta <laughs> love the support for the relationship.
3: <laughs> I mean, you know, either way, she'll be there for her. I'll be there I'd for you.
2: you. Shout ba- out to...
3: Baby girl Lisa. Shout out
2: to Usman. Shout out to Usman. All right, that's Kalani and Asuelu.
3: That's it. That's it.
2: So no Jovi and Yara. And no... Tiffany and Ronald, which Th- means I you. held my bladder this entire two hours because we had no bathroom break couples.
3: Well, let's see. Maybe they'll get interesting. Who knows? They haven't been on for a while and they had some drama because he was arrested or because he was stealing from his mom. Remember? Woogie
2: woogie woogie. Yeah. And
3: they lived in a bad part of the town. He's
2: arrested.
3: So let's see, because she's going back to South Africa. Because they got married and I just think she's having a hard time bringing him over here because of his criminal past.
2: I have a hard time watching them because I have a hard time with the furniture on the tile floor. Oh, that's That's horrible. That's it. It's horrible. It's a struggle. struggle I also think
3: it's a hot places kind of thing. I think people in Florida have tiles in their living rooms. Oh, that's a good show.
2: So we'll see about that. Jovi and Yara, Mama Gwen was in the Sunday Night Live chat last night. Just for night. like
3: a minute. I, ho- I wish she stayed a little longer. She, we don't know
2: how long she was there. That's true. We only see them come. We don't see them leave. But she was there. She said, "Mila is a beauty, which I believe she is.
3: And we saw her. She's a cute baby. I didn't see her. We did.
2: I, when did I see Myla?
3: Yara popped her on TV.
2: Uh, we didn't see the face. Skin I don't think to we, skin. They won't show everyone skin to skin for sure. But he was cradling her face against. They they're making a big reveal for the child. I know really? they put it on social. Yeah, it's on oh. social media now. I know they've released it. Yara wanted to release the first photo before it was exposed. on oh. ninety day fiance. Okay,
3: I thought I saw her. I guess I didn't.
2: No, but so I think we're gonna see Mila pretty soon. I would hope next episode. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. They
3: didn't do any previews, but. Well, hopefully we'll be surprised. Hopefully
2: we'll be surprised. So that's it. That's the season premiere of Happily Ever After Question Mark.
3: It's looking good. It's, it's looking, looking pretty looking good.
2: good. It's looking pretty good. I think you know, with all of these happily ever afters, we're gonna take half of the story and recap and tell you things we already knew. Yeah. So
3: that's why like I'm usually when it's the OG, I love the photos episodes oh, yeah. when you get to know everyone. Unhappily ever after when it's a recap especially couples like julia and brandon who we just saw
2: just mike and natalie
3: yeah so it's like oh okay 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 let's let's keep let's move on come on guys we just saw everything yeah.
2: and they went longer than two hours so it's like you didn't have to give that much backstory same
3: thing next time two hours
2: next- 11 minutes guys yeah. you guys two hours is fine especially if you're just digging into The library of footage to replay stuff. Let's keep it to two hours. Keep it fresh. Keep Keep it it fresh. fresh. So, okay. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast wherever you're listening. Look down and smash that subscribe button.
3: Guys, smash it like it's hot.
2: That way you will know when we drop surprise exclusive bonus episodes.
3: Exactly. Please, guys, do it. If not for us, who cares about us? Do it for yourself.
2: Do it for yourself. Exactly. And also a little bit for us. And if you haven't listened to that exclusive with Andrew, I think it, I think it was eye-opening. I think we learned a lot. We learned a lot. So check that out. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram at 90 love. Let me go back. Let me say something that I don't think we're going to promote. Okay. Because we're not YouTubers.
3: Okay. We're not YouTubers. We're not. We're not trying to be.
2: But if you have listened this far into the, if you're if you're looking at coming up on an hour and forty three minutes into this podcast, you deserve to know. There's a video component to that Andrew interview.
3: Mm -hmm. It's just me shaking my head because that's what I do when I'm uncomfortable.
2: You were uncomfortable.
3: It's like (laughs) you know, I was just like shaking my head, like yeah. Yeah, touching my hair. Yeah, and I'm talking too, but I think this I, scra- my I like scratch roof.
2: myself when I'm a little nervous. Like I get itchy and I, you can see me scratching myself.
3: I'm just agreeing with everyone. Sometimes I'm like, what am I even agreeing with?
2: So there's a video component to the interview. If you guys want to watch it, whether you've listened to it or not, or you just want to watch it and listen, it's up to you. It's on YouTube. You can search, I think, probably 90 Day Crazy in Love. Andrew. Andrew, 90 Day Crazy in Love podcast. Search that on on YouTube. You'll find our page. It's up there. The video component just for you guys. We're not going to promote that. We're not going to promote that. It's out there. But if you want some visual stimulation, you could go ahead and watch it. Okay. So that's the subscribing. That's the following us on Instagram. That's looking us up on YouTube if you want to. And then thank you again for the reviews. Thank you
3: always. Uh, that was this review that you read. It was awesome.
2: Real close to home. It's
3: all all of them. So thank you guys again for taking the time and writing all the nice things about us.
2: And message us if you want that recipe.
3: Yeah, message us. And, you know, if you you guys just want to say hi or want to hear about a different trick recipe,
0: <laughs> hit us up. Hit us up. Yeah,
2: hit us up. All right. That's all for now. Anything else to say?
3: I think I said it all, but don't forget to tune in into our special edition. That's not a special edition. Special yeah. Journey, Throwback Thursday, Colin Nickel Azan. and Azan. Look at that.
2: So much is going on in our world of 90 day. How do you even keep up?
3: We, we don't just live 90. We breathe 90. <laughs> yeah. And as Angela would say, we drink 90. That's oh, all we do. I have
2: an actual 90 Day Fiance patch on right now. I don't know if it's a, just main, main lining it. Right. <laughs> the 90 Day patch right into me.
3: I think it's a condom wrapper. Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> we will talk to you guys soon. <laughs> bye bye.
3: Bye bye.